This episode features characters who are not straight. If this offends you, say I. Your response has been noted and your location recorded. If this storyline poses some risk to you in your present location, you are encouraged to listen with headphones. Previously in Sector 86. Okay, this is definitely better than I was expecting. It's not just our luck. should not have said anything. You hope we're not too late? I don't think they would have only given us five seconds before the assignment becomes impossible. Unless they are trying to make it impossible for us? That's possible. Leilani, must you continue that infernal screaming charm? Jason, do you tell your husband to come watch how the fish dance when it screams? I enjoy a good scream-induced fish dance as much as anyone, Leilani. But I have to agree with Ovila on this one. Thank you, dear. Do come sit down. I've been working on a new sand hex, which I think you will simply adore. I based it on the same way combination. You know how well that went at our commitment. Oh, hello there. Where did you come from? Oh, Villa, are you talking to a spirit again? You know how terribly boring they are. I would hate to see you falling back into that juvenile... Oh, actual people. <coughs> Could you please stop that? Oh, fine. I seem to be vastly outnumbered. Thank you, fishes. Are you in inspection service? I don't recognize that uniform offhand, but then again, I haven't been involved in inspections for nearly 30 years. <laughs> oh, darling, let us not remember those horrid years. Wand inspection, terrible business for someone so talented as yourself. We're with the Oceanic Protective Center. OPC, I don't remember them. But it doesn't matter, because I don't work in inspections anymore. <laughs> it was just recently established. My dear Inspector, do sit down. Your tail seems so tense. Leilani, could you help him with that? Oh, most certainly. Elpinase, do come down to deck. We seem to have some more passengers than we expected. Inspectors, for some new ocean center. Are you still making the fish dance? No, I've been vastly outnumbered by the Vankaras and our new inspectors. Do come down, it hurts my neck to crane it like this. I'm sure your little vision project will be there when you return. We've only got seven weeks on this wondrous, wondrous ship. Fine, I'll come down and humor your little magic tricks. How dare you call them tricks? Three years at a well-respected academy, I deserve better than tricks. Mr. Inspector, do sit down. Ooh, that is a very firm tale. It is, Doctor, and I will stand. Doctor Inspector? Oh my, I've not met many doctors. It's such a long time for that title. Fifteen years, is it not? 
I could never devote such a long time to something so, oh, what's the word, academic. Jason Vanker, a pleasure to meet you. This is my husband, Ovila, our good friend Leilani Dutledab, and her ward, Elpinase, is on their way. Ooh, Lisbon Bites, delicious. And you are? Inspector Huxley and Dr. Inspector Fuhi, OPC. Would you excuse us for a moment? Do hurry back, though. Huxley, I'm not liking this. Which part? The fact that these people seem annoyingly posh, or the fact that magic is a regular thing? I am more concerned about this three-armed Leilani person. I do not trust her. You're fine with the magic thing? I have not seen any magic yet. I don't believe there is any concern. Lovilla, that is a simply wonderful hex. Can you make it hotter? I would love to see its glass. Okay, maybe a little concerning. What if we get asked to do something? Do you know any magic? I was a fairly well-respected scientist, and magic wasn't a thing in 358. So, fascinatingly, no. Okay, so just hope nobody asks us to perform. Um, I know a tiny bit of sleight of hand from petty theft, but I don't think that will satisfy them. We just have to occupy them for a while. We can do this, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Are you the other passengers? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry about the rest of them. It's nothing against you that they didn't see you on the manifest. The three of them are just a little uppity. So we have learned. Huxley, I'm going to check in with the crew about that thing we discussed. Are you sure? You don't want to join the riveting conversation on magic? Frankly, I would rather minimize contact with those folks. You can occupy them. Leilani, must we keep pretending that I must be present for every new charm? This is a hex, little one, not a charm. If you would stay away from those boring, scrying spells for more than 20 minutes, you would know that. She! Oh, how wonderful, Ovilla. I'd bet I can do better. Inspector, where is the doctor, Inspector? Uh, he has to check some stuff with the crew. Interact with the crew? Why would we do something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Amazingly, we are somewhat here on business. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, my dear Inspector, I feel quite terrible for you. The work is perfectly fine. Uh, so would you care to tell me about yourselves? Oh, Inspector, you should know better than to ask a group of youths like us about ourselves. Are you sure you want the story? All four stories. Three, if you don't mind. Oh, well, Benassi, do be polite. I'm trying to be productive on this trip, unlike some people. What, with that little vision project? Nothing's going to come of it, dear. The future is all about feeling. I'm going to finish it, and you can weave your tales for this poor inspector on your own. Leilani, you could perhaps let them, oh, I don't know, explore the arts a little bit. Didn't you have that pyromancy phase at their age? Oh dear, I suppose I did. I was also living practically alone, aside from those boring folks a few caves up. I needed some spice. Oh, enough of that drab blather. Inspector, I do beg your pardon, but what did you say your name was? Inspector Huxley. Inspector Huxley. Huxley. You don't see many names like that anymore. The crack of the mouth makes selective curses so terribly easy. Leilani, I see you pointing your wand towards the sea again. Don't think I can't see that third arm. 
Paw, fine. Just because you both have those extra eyes, you think you can order everyone around? We can order everyone around because of who we are, not our physiology. <laughs> <laughs> and who perchance might you be? Oh, an educated fellow, then. Where did you study magic, my dear inspector? No, I didn't study. Uh, I received informal training in Moo. Moo? I've never heard of that one. Is it near Dior? Moo's not exactly in one spot. Well then, let's see something. Show us what this Moo Academy teaches its pupils. I'd rather not, if you don't mind. Inspector... Sorry, one more time. Huxley. Inspector Hux... Huxley, I, I see. We do love to be entertained, and we can only tell so many stories. Do show us something. Okay. Alright, I managed to create some sort of dragon on 417 with a pretty high level glass, so maybe if I just turn this all the way up. Uh, what's this? Purpose? Oh, come on. I've got to get some sort of training set up for new agents on these. Alright, let's see. Purposes impress. Wow, that was almost too easy. Alright, let's see what happens. Well qualified in the arts. I have never seen spell work so large. To move with such a large volume of water with such little effort, why, it's simply unbelievable. Inspector, I simply must inspect your wand. How any normal wand could conduct such power it must be an incredible build. I'm afraid that Moo's wand construction is highly secret. I must draw the line there. Oh, secretive inspector. I'm sure we'll tease something out of you by the end of the trip, though. Is the doctor coming back? That tail is so rigid. I've never seen anything like it outside of Shapeshifter. Dr. Fuhi is married, dear. Oh, a terrible shame. Husband or wife? Or was it arranged? Huxley, 358, Division Mu. So, this was a few weeks before I learned that the translation matrix deals with my languages... Admittedly incomprehensible gender binary situation with marriage roles by declaring husbands as those who initiate marriage and wives as those on the receiving end of the affections. So I apologize for the absolute mess that you are about to hear over the remainder of this assignment in regards to that particular situation. Uh, this is also when I still thought I was straight and was consequently quite heteronormative, so further apologies for that. Um, wife? Oh, I do love a good wooing story. It's still a shame, though. That should be able to fill up a few hours. The wife, are they unlike the dear doctor, Inspector? Or are the two of them like a Jason Meadow Villa here? I'm not entirely sure what... I'm pretty sure his wife is like him. Species only, or gender matched as well. What? I mean, it follows pretty logically that... I think just species only. Oh, another straight wooing story. Leilani would be so pleased. Well, forgive me for appreciating a good romance. What, would you like to hear the story of how Luan and Ulpa fell in love in three days again? Do you bite your hand at me, Lord? I do bite my hand indeed. Oh, not only an inspector, but an individual of theater. Do you bite your hand in our disgrace, Lord? Is the law on our side if I say I? No. 
with feeling edges. No, Lord, I do not bite my th hand at you, but bite it I do. Do you quarrel, Lord? Neither quarrel nor attack, my word. But if you do, Lord, I am for you. I serve as good a man as you. Worse off, brother. Well, Lord. Say something of interest, our kinsman approaches. Yes, better, sir. What foolish jests! Draw, if ye be ma mages. Gregory, remember thy swashing blow. Who the fuck is Gregory? I suppose it's possible that we are acquainted with separate tales. Lewin and Ulpe, three-day romance, the great wedding of Tritfalian, the child of the wood. Romeo and Juliet, the three-day romance, the Montague Capulet feud that ends in something like six deaths. What's in a name? A rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Oh, now that sounds like an interesting story. Do tell, do tell. Why would you tell us something so horrific? Oh, Villa, shame upon you. I'm with him on this one. Do tell this Romeo and Juliet. Who documented it? A great poet by the name of William Shakespeare. Why is it that all of the names you speak have that cracking of the mouth? I imagine there are many curses wherever you come from, but that's another story. Do tell of this tale. What, you want me to perform the whole thing? Well, what else? We do not know the story. Well, I don't have the whole script memorized, just the first scene. Also, there's like 20 different parts. Well then, a summary will be just fine. We don't need... How long is this tale? Uh, it's about two hours, if memory serves. Two hours? My, my, that's a little on the long side. Do tell. Uh, the scene is set in Fair Verona, whereupon we find two houses, that of Montague and Capulet, in eternal feud. Having first the scene we've just bespake, two men of allegiance to the Montagues we take. Fair and fine Mercutio bemoans his cousin Romeo, engaged in love to Rosaline. To a servant, Benvolio, doth he speak, of plans for upon a masked ball at midnight. Houses Montague and Capulet afoot, our fair Romeo doth spot a love by the name of Capulet. His heart a flounder, his engagement dismissed a voyage into the night to the house of the one he hath kissed. Upon her balcony, fair Juliet, she doth cry out, Romeo, Romeo, wherefore art thou, Romeo? And from the bushes he arrives, decrying his name in the name of this fair maid. But lo, a lover's tryst may not be easy, especially betwixt two houses set for murder. Having sent for the apothecary, willing priests and midnight marriages, the two unite under starlight. But alas, tragedy must strike young lovers. In an effort to escape her house, young Juliet herself poisoned, just for sleep, but deeply so her family might think her gone. But Romeo, poor Romeo himself, ignorant, cries upon her body and takes unto himself a knife to be with Juliet, who upon waking repeats his dreadful action. Two lovers gone, four servants dead, and so the feud hath fizzled out. Poison? Oh, how dreadful. Jason, darling, we simply must hear this tale in its entirety. Most certainly, Villa. Inspector, where might we find this tale? I've not heard tell of a performance for near on five years. Ooh, a timed tale. How wonderful. It is well known in Mew. Would you excuse me? I feel like I should check on the doctor. Oh, nonsense, Inspector. You've told your tale. It's only fair that we respond in kind. Oh, Villa, do tell something. Are you familiar with the tale of Dave? Oh, no, do tell. I don't, don't need this. Uh, no, I am not familiar with the story of Dave. 
Dave was a young mage who assisted me towards the end of my time as an arcane clerk. Dave the Filer or Dave the Casemaker? No, Dave the Bonebeater. Don't tell me I never told you anything about them. The only Daves I remember you talking about were the Filer, the Casemaker, and the Janitor. Jason, don't forget the kitchen, Dave. Oh, I forgot about her. Inspector, do you have any Daves in... I'm sorry. Where were you again? Moo? Yeah, Moo. Um, we've got a couple of Daves. Only two? My, my, that must have been convenient. I had one class on one positioning with 23 Daves. I've still got you beat. You remember that I once joined the Viard Network and they let me in as a joke? First meeting was the Grand Convention and there were no less than 5,000 Daves. A most horrid experience. Dave, 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 meet Dave. Oh, we've met, we met a Dave's thing, right? Yes, Dave introduced us and it turned out we both knew Dave. Anyway, back to Dave. Bonewielder Dave? Bonewielder Dave, yes. So Dave joined the Arcana service for the simple fact that their parent forged what? They had some quarrel, I don't know what. Either way, they wanted the whole thing to blow up, not literally. Oh, shame. So into the service they went. Inspector Huxley, how exactly did wand registration go in Moo? Not my department. Uh, that was a place called Kai. At some point on this trip, you will say a name I recognize. Returning to Dave. Dave was under the impression that they would actually be inspecting wands, not just doing wand registration. I thought you said this person was a bone wielder? I know, a bone wielder doing clerical work. Skeletal gloves have always given me an eye ache. They're so unseemly, and that terrible clack, clack, clack all the time. However, Dave, you see, was determined to put their family out of business. So what does Dave do? This clerk decides to mispunch over 15,000 registrations. Oh, wait, you did tell me about these, Dave. Terminated, no? Worse. The thousands of mispunched registrations were, in fact, all in need of repunchings. Of course, Dave was not allowed to be involved in that in any way. While the other dozen of us were repunching, Dave was relegated to wall duty. Oh, how terrible. Wait, what's wall duty? You're an inspector, aren't you? Surely you have wall duty. OPC's a little... unorthodox. Trust me, it's better that you don't know. Leilani, he can't get the full story if he doesn't know it. Wall duty, my dear inspector, is the worst of the positions one can receive. You are aware of how most inspections offices are built over magical repositories? Uh, yeah, sure. What does that mean? We didn't... Look, Mew was really unorthodox in educating us in the ways of the world. You do know what a magical repository is, right? It's a place where you store magical artifacts, right? Inspector, we're going to have so much to talk about. Magical repositories are the source of all magic. Of course, it's limited ebb and flow through the wall limits our use of it. So wall duty is the individual who is tasked with trying to break through the wall and give us an unlimited supply of magic. 95% of the time, when an inspection's office blows up, it's because the person on wall duty screws up. Ah, uh, always wondered about that. So while we were repunching, Dave gets the wonderful idea to kill the wall. Walls are stone, right? Exactly. 
And what happens when you try and kill a stone? It gets gets angry angry and and tries tries to kill you. you. Except as a bone wielder, Dave couldn't technically die. So what, he ended up as a zombie? A what? No, the poor fellow got split in three and fused back together with bone thread. Is that the end of the story? Yes. I greatly prefer the inspector's story. No offense, but Shakespeare did do better. I can't compete with a poet. Huxley, could you join me on the bridge? Uh, yeah, sure thing, Doctor. I'll be back momentarily for your next tale. That Mooplays must be fairly powerful if they can maintain contact through wands. Okay, just a bunch of really bridge magicians. Uh, nothing to stress about. Nothing to stress about. I'm fine. I don't have to worry. Lay Lonnie! Nothing to worry. Perfectly normal. Actually, please tell me you know how to pick a lock. This is a small-time thief. Of course I know how to pick a lock. Uh, by the way, you're married if anyone asks. I am asexual, you idiot. Why would you say that? So Leilani would stop focusing on your tail? And how was I supposed to know that? Is it not obvious? It is bad enough that my tail goes stiff when I lie. How do I pretend to be married? Were you married? What do I do? Poetry seems good, right? Um, I was pretty young to get married. Um, just talk about how wonderful your wife is. She comes up and tell them a story. They seem to like that. And he made me a husband, of course. This place is going to get me killed. Through that door, the crew will explain things to you. OPC Inspector Huxley. The one and only. How familiar are you with fish-based locks? I'm not. How effectively do you think that other inspector can distract those three utes? Um, why? Because the only way we can fix this without getting through the fish is to make some very loud sounds and rock the boat a lot. Which the utes won't like. Which the utes will kill us for. Could you at least try the fish? Uh, sure. Fuhi? What is it, Huxley? I need you to distract those three with every fiber of your being. Why is that? Because there is a very real possibility that they are about to become murderous. Sector Zero was created by Lucas Angelo and Alda Idego. This episode was written by Alda Idego, featuring Lucas Angelo as Inspector Huxley, Jonathan Jane as Dr. Inspector Fuhi, Brad as a Jason Bunkera and the captain of the EKPN Losco, Sam Cal as Ovilla Bunkera, Alda Idego as Leilani, and May Sinislas as El Panase. As a result, tides have lost regulations worldwide. Evacuations are imminent. If taken to the open sea, have time high waves. Do not evacuate in groups larger than 20.